This is the Thin Space Podcast. My name is Evan Chasteen, and I have the honor of hosting today's episode alongside the founders of Cloudwalk Ministries, Larry and Jody Green. We are currently exploring a different way to experience the love of God in each of our episodes. Last week, we talked about how busy our mind can be, 50 to 70,000 thoughts per day. And we explored one way of slowing those thoughts and focusing our attention on God through written conversation. And since Jody is back with us today, would you mind sharing a little bit about what we're going to talk about and experience in today's episode? I would love to, Evan. Thank you, um, Larry and Evan, for inviting me back. Um, And I am so excited because as a creative, this way of praying has opened opened up my love of scripture and um, and understanding through the revelation of the Holy Spirit um, what God wants me to know um, in whatever scripture I'm reading for the day. Um, I um, found a quote this past week that I shared with Larry, and he thought um, it summed up the journey we're on together, and even today as we explore imaginative prayer. It's by St. Augustine, who lived from about 350 A.D. to 430 A.D. and wrote many important works um, that you may have heard of, some of you, such as City of God and Confessions. But St. Augustine wrote, to fall in love with God is the greatest romance, to seek him the greatest adventure, and to find him the greatest human achievement. And I love that together we're on that journey to, um, Mm. to find him the greatest of all human achievement. Well, that that's beautiful, Jody. And that, boy, does that ever sum it up well. And um, as you said, just this, uh, this, um, this experiencing of God has just, there's so many different ways to do it. And, and the one that we're going to step into today and, and talk about here a little bit, and, and then most importantly experience is, what's referred to as imaginative prayer. Sometimes it's, um, it's, uh, it's, it's called um, praying the scriptures with the Holy Spirit, but um, imaginative prayer. And it's what it is, is a prayer where we imagine placing ourselves in the actual scenes of the Bible and encountering the li- living Jesus through the Holy Spirit. And in its origins, date back all the way to St. Ignatius of Loyola, who lived uh, from 1491 to 1556. And some of you may know he was the founder of the Society of Jesus, which is the Jesuits. And he has a a fascinating story that um, just would encourage you all to to look up Google um, around how, how God brought him to himself. It's really a powerful story. He was he was wounded in, in war and uh, had a long and difficult recovery. And during that time and throughout the rest of his life, he discovered that God would reveal himself through the scriptures as uh, Ignatius would enter various scenes within the scriptures through the use of, of his imagination. And this ultimately led him to creating the Ignatian spiritual exercises and the 19th annotation, which is a about an eight-month program where you daily enter into God's Word through your imagination, into the scenes of the Bible. And um, 
for years, and I've been, and Jody knows this, but you know, I've been, and Jody as well, we've been going to three to four day um, retreats where you experience a shorter version of the exercises. They're, they're the uh, Ignatian uh, retreats, silent retreats. Mm-hmm. And for me personally, it's, it's just changed the intimacy of my relationship with the Trinity in just really profound ways. And um, so, so maybe I, I'll just take a moment here and just kind of share basically how, um, how this, how this works, how this type of prayer works. And Evan, I'm sure you'll have a few questions before we actually uh, jump into it, but maybe the simplest way to explain it is this, is that we actually imagine ourselves in a gospel scene. So we, we see ourselves in the scene that we're reading in the Bible, uh, taking up a character, uh, being with Jesus and being aware of what's going on and, and how we're feeling. And the ultimate desire is a personal encounter or experience with God through the revelation of the Holy Spirit in his word. And I know, uh, Jody, we were talking and you had a, a, a Tozer quote that really, I thought when you said it, it was like, that's it, that's it. And uh, yeah, if you wouldn't mind sharing that, that would be great. Absolutely. I am. You know, as you were talking, Larry, I'm just remembering in my own journey how, as I said earlier, this way of praying, using my imagination and entering into the scriptures um, has also profoundly um, changed me. And and, and as I um, discovered a quote by Aidan Wilson Tozer, where he writes, we should discipline ourselves to read the word until it comes alive, until we can almost feel the breath of God. Prior to the Ignatian journey, no one had ever invited me to read the word until it comes alive. And now, um, many years later, it's almost the only way I can read the word and, and um, and having to been to Israel, traveled to Israel a few years ago, um, and become so familiar with, with the landscapes and the places where Jesus taught and the disciples walked. And, um, and every time I read scripture, um, the Old and New Testament, I'm invited into those places. And, and I do see myself in the scene. The, the scripture becomes very, very personal. I love how um, I've heard the the Bible explained as a love letter written to each of us, and, and that's how it feels now. Um, even in those moments where um, gentle correction is coming, it still feels like a um, a love letter. That um, you know, as, as I was, <clears throat> excuse me, as I was getting ready. Uh, for this Evan and just spending some time in prayer and Jody was as well. And, um, a story that uh, just happened this past year just came to mind. And I thought maybe I'd just share it just to give people a sense of just an example really of, of what can happen in a person's life when, when they enter the scriptures in these ways. And, um, 
So this, this happened this past year and it was at a, a solely business. And, um, on that weekend retreat from, for man, we, we, we do an imaginative prayer around the cross around Jesus at Golgotha. And we, together, we enter the scene and the men are invited to use their imagination to see themselves uh, with Jesus. And, um, with the with the uh, crucifixion and there was a gentleman that was there a couple of hundred men and there was a gentleman there that had not yet uh, given his his heart uh, to the lord and and he was very respectful of all of us and uh, just said you know that's kind of your guys thing and i you know i respect that but that's just not what i believe and and so we uh, we went through this guided prayer of just imagining jesus on the cross and uh, and, and reading through the scripture and and then having a moment, a personal moment with Jesus and asking him what he wants each of us to know and and if he really truly died uh, for us and, and why he did that. And I will never forget this uh, for the rest of my life. Uh, after we finished, uh, he he came up to a couple of us and said, I have to talk, I have to talk, I have to talk. And he was visibly uh, overwhelmed. And he said uh, he saw himself at the base of the cross. And, and there, he, there he was standing at the foot of the cross. And he was looking up at Jesus. And Jesus's head was slumped down and his eyes were closed. And And he asked Jesus, did you, did you really die for me in this way? And as he described it in that moment, as he was looking at Jesus's eyes that were closed, all of a sudden, Jesus opened his eyes and he looked straight into the eyes of this man, and he said, I love you. And as he described this, this experience with Jesus, he said, it was as though God entered into my very being. He said, I could feel him inside of me. Something that I've never experienced before. He said, it was as though I was just filled with this overwhelming love. And it was simply by entering into scripture, simply by uh, imagining ourselves with the living Jesus and then allowing Jesus to meet us in that. And, um, and we've experienced it over the years many, many times on a personal level and uh, with with others as well in this kind of a setting. And, and it's only a work that God can do out of his love for us as he meets us in these just absolutely beautiful and profound ways. So, and, you know, Evan, I don't know, I don't know how much experience you've had with this. And uh, in a minute here, we'll obviously, we're going to practice it, which is most important, but I don't know if you have any thoughts that you'd like to share before we do that. Yeah. What a cool story. Um, and Jody, I love the quote that you mentioned from Tozer earlier that 
we can experience the breath of God, or it almost feels like we're experiencing the breath of God when we engage our imagination and in, in the reading of scriptures and the the breathing has been something that uh, always stands out to me because of uh, the creation story where God breathes his life into us. Uh, for me, breath is very much uh, an image or an experience of God that I, uh, I hadn't heard that quote. So it just, it really stands out to me that we can experience God through our breath. And then, yeah, I enjoy this uh, type of imaginative prayer. I've mentioned in a few episodes, I think, that my wife and I practiced the Ignatian exercises regularly for a time during our first year of uh, marriage through the book Sacred Listening. And the imaginative prayer is not something I had engaged with intentionally before that. I think oftentimes I go to read something from the Bible to learn instead of experience. And I would say neither are bad, and in fact, I would say both are good, but the way the mind and the body engage with the scripture changes when I intentionally approach it in in new ways. I almost feel like I'm getting away with something with imaginative prayer. Uh, the imagination is so powerful, and uh, it's, it's a fun way uh, to engage with this, which growing up, I... Uh, did not often associate fun with engaging with scripture. And so this is a way that brings this fun, this joy uh, that I believe Jesus carried with him out uh, and, and leads us to a deeper understanding through experiences. And for me, the stories from the gospel become more personal. They go beyond mere facts to be remembered, to vivid experiences to be engaged with. Like the experience I think you were mentioning with the guy from uh, Solely Business. It's it's a vivid experience uh, we can gain from engaging our imagination. And this type of prayer brings me to an experience of Jesus's presence, uh, not just the knowledge of who this person was, uh, but really being able to experience something vividly uh, by engaging the imagination. So, uh, I I enjoy it, and I think it's a fun way to engage with Scripture. Hmm. Yeah, love the way you love the way you um kind of frame that and laid that out. So that's that's great. Well, uh, Jody, I don't know if you have anything. Uh, well, I was just going to mention Evan as you were sharing. Um, what I've found as I engage with scripture in this way is, is that I remember, I remember the stories. I remember mm-hmm. um, what God revealed to me in the midst of it. I, I remember it's just been kind of amazing. I know we're all different and created differently, but as someone who struggled um, for a long time with, with a way to engage scripture that worked for mm-hmm. me, um, this like this way of praying opened a whole new vista for me, um, and I've seen it happen in so many people now over the years as we've introduced imaginative prayer, where suddenly people that um, believe they couldn't engage with scripture that um, that they really struggled, all of a sudden they've found a way, like I did. Um, to engage in a really beautiful way with with Jesus 
in God's word. So, um, yeah. so like I said, I just love, love, love this kind of prayer. It's almost like, uh, so I think scripture memorization is important. It's important to carry these stories with us. And it, it seemed so difficult before having this type of prayer. And I, I relate uh, to your experience where when engaging with this imaginative prayer, the stories just seem to stick without um, the effort of memorization or or even the pressure of memorization uh, present. Um, but the experiences seem to stay with me in a, in a different way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, as, as we have done along this journey together, this long walk, and as we will, each time we, we gather, we, um, we, we don't want to just uh, talk about a way to meet God, a way to experience God, a way to hear from God. We actually, um, probably even more importantly, we, we want to actually experience it with him. And so, so we have a, an imaginative prayer that we don't like to, to enter into here. And um, we're going to start, Jody's going to start by reading scripture from Mark 1, chapter 1. And she'll, she'll read a, a passage three times with some pauses in between the readings. And, and we'll be playing some music for you during all of the pauses throughout this uh, prayer experience. And we're really going to take our time to immerse and experience ourselves within the scriptures. So please let yourself be totally present over the next 15 to 20 minutes and, and uh, whatever, you know, whatever you've got going on right now, if you can just really set it aside. And, and uh, as we do this, we, we want to move into it until, as Jody said, uh, we can almost feel the breath of God, each, each one of us. And, so let's uh, let's turn to his word together and let's turn to our living Jesus together through the Holy Spirit. Our readings are from Mark chapter 1. This is the beginning of the wonderful news about Jesus the Messiah, the Son of God. It starts with Isaiah the prophet who wrote, Listen, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, and he will prepare your way. He is a thunderous voice of one who shouts in the wilderness, Prepare your heart for the coming of the Lord Yahweh, and clear a straight path inside your heart for him. Later on, after John the baptizer was arrested, Jesus went back into the region of Galilee and preached the wonderful gospel of God's kingdom realm. His message was this, at last the fulfillment of the age has come. It is time for the realm of God's kingdom to be experienced in its fullness. Turn your lives back to God and put your trust in the hope-filled gospel. As Jesus was walking along the shore of Lake Galilee, he noticed two brothers fishing, Simon and Andrew. 
He watched them as they were casting their nets into the sea and said to them, Come follow me, and I will transform you into men who catch people instead of fish. Immediately, they dropped their nets and left everything behind to follow Jesus. Walking a little farther, Jesus found two other brothers sitting in a boat, along with their father mending their nets. Their names were Jacob and John, and their father was Zebedee. Jesus immediately walked up to them and invited the two brothers to become his followers. At once, Jacob and John dropped their nets, stood up, left their father in the boat with the hired men, and followed Jesus. I am sending my messenger ahead of you, and he will prepare your way. Prepare your heart for the coming of the Lord Yahweh, and clear a straight path inside your heart for him. Jesus' message was this. At last, the fulfillment of the age has come. It is time for the realm of God's kingdom to be experienced in its fullness. Turn your lives back to God and put your trust in the hope-filled gospel. Come follow me and I will transform you into men who catch people instead of fish. Immediately, they dropped their nets and left everything behind to follow Jesus. Prepare your heart for Lord Yahweh. Clear a straight path inside your heart for him. Turn your life back to God. Follow me and I will transform you. As you begin, be still and let God look at you or be with you. Notice how you are at the start of prayer.
What is on your mind, in your heart? Acknowledge how you are before God. What are you seeking in this prayer? Are you hoping to get closer to Jesus? Are you seeking an encounter with him? Let God know. Begin to see this scene we have just read in your imagination. Jesus is there. The disciples are there. Where are you in this scene? And who are you? One of the named characters? Or perhaps another person? Maybe even a friend. Our scene begins as Jesus walks along the shore of the Sea of Galilee. Take some time imagining him as he meets Simon and Andrew. 
What do you notice? How does this body of water look to you? Do not worry about historical details or accuracy. This is your experience of the gospel. Perhaps you have a favorite beach or a lake or a stream where you like to go. Go there as God leads. Be there in the scene. Where are you? See Jesus arrive from your perspective. Is he alone or in company? Notice the landscape, any vegetation, the weather, the temperature, the time of day. Feel the sun's warmth on your face and hands. Or the cool of the evening. Notice the clothes you are wearing. The sounds of the place. The smells. The mood. If you need more time, take it. Otherwise, we let the scene unfold.
Where are you now? Jesus takes a seat on the shoreline. See him with you. How does he seem to you? The disciples take a seat around Jesus. They are listening to him. What is he saying to them? What is going on for the disciples? And then you hear Jesus say, follow me and I will transform you and you will become fishers of men. Notice as the disciples look at Jesus and then respond to him. Notice the effect on the disciples. On Jesus. on you. The narrative ends here, but not the story. Allow it to continue using your imagination. Follow the disciples if you wish. Speak to them.
allow this scene to continue in some way that is unforced. Simply play your part in it. Give yourself an opportunity to speak with Jesus too. Take your time. Jesus, we thank you for meeting us in this way. The way you met your first disciples. Thank you for allowing us to see how they, how maybe even I, us could drop our nets and follow you. That's the longing that you've put in all of our hearts is to want to follow you above all else. Help us, Holy Spirit. Help us to understand the love that would allow us to drop our nets and follow you. Amen. 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 What a great story um, to be engaged with in an imaginative way. My current understanding of experiencing and engaging with scripture is that water, anytime water is mentioned in these scriptures, it's a story of transformation. And we've got this story, um, Jesus's baptism, Jesus meeting with the woman at the well, healing taking place uh, by dipping into the water. These are stories of transformation, and I can't help but uh, relate to the transformation that we were invited to in the, the readings that Jody read, uh, follow me and, and I will transform you. And these men who were going about their lives, who came in contact with the presence of Jesus and led to a transformation. The, the experience of that and the, the seeking out of that uh, stands out to me in this story, uh, engaging it, engaging with it in this way.
I believe a few podcasts ago, Evan, you and Larry talked about Lectio Divino, mm-hmm. which is a, a, a short reading of scripture and noticing what stands out. And, and as I read the scripture and preparing for today, that same statement was what stood up for me that you just mentioned, follow me and I will transform you. And my prayer is that we see the beautiful invitation in that, the love in that invitation. So often, at least in my journey, I'm taught, follow me. And I will ask you to do something for me. Hmm. And just this understanding as we take this long walk together that the follow me is an invitation into becoming all that God desires us to be. And it's more about the becoming than it ever is about the doing. Mm. And it just makes me say yes all over again. No, that's that's really beautiful, and um, you know when we enter into scenes like this, just as we're saying here, uh, Jesus, the tr- the Trinity, becomes real, and the Holy Spirit um, reveals our living God, and and it's in that that this profound transformation takes place and uh, it, it is always um, an invitation into love and so um, so we just we thank all of you for once again um, <laughs> turning turning to God together and you may even, uh, now realize that through this experience that some of the the weekly posts that we've been making the that Jody's been making on Instagram and Facebook are are actually these types of prayers and um, and so so maybe now you <laughs> have a a little little greater or better understanding of what it is that God has been inviting you into. So we hope that's the case and uh, there'll be much more. And even in this coming week, um, there'll be uh, prayers that are invitations into this imaginative prayer. So, so thanks uh, everyone. And uh, Evan, I know you have some things to share here, but um, we just, we're so grateful and so privileged to, to be together each week and, and our prayers remain with with everyone uh, that we all will have a greater hunger to pursue the more of the relationship that um, that our God, our great God, has for us. So it's been fun, and it's it, Evan. I I know I'm quite biased, but uh, I I love having Jody on with us. <laughs> I do too. Uh, always appreciate your insights, Jody, and. Uh, just getting to talk about these things with both of you. Uh, thanks for allowing me into this uh, thin space with you, on this journey with you. And uh, 
yeah, I look forward to the next recording. As Larry mentioned, if you'd like to go deeper with the thoughts and ideas from today's episode, you can do so by joining us on Facebook and Instagram, at Cloudwalk Ministries. This podcast is made possible because of your support. If you'd like to contribute to the Thin Space podcast and help us on our mission of helping people fall in love with God, you can do so on our website, cloudwalk.org. If you are unable to contribute financially but would still like to support the work of this podcast, you can do so by subscribing and leaving a review. Reviews go a long way in helping us reach new listeners from around the world. Thank you for listening.